always the same. New year, same BS. Don't be one of those people. Welcome to The Underestimated Entrepreneur, where I talk about the many lessons, learnings, and tools that I've learned along my journey from being the private mindset and mental performance coach to rich listers, successful entrepreneurs, professional athletes, and more, all while running business and personal performance events for tens of thousands of people who want to get the best out of themselves and their lives. This is my way of helping more people to excel in life, build successful empires, and be the best that they can be. I hope you share and enjoy. Driven mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. It is that time of year, it's the festive season where people self-destruct, blow apart their eating, their nutrition, you know, take more drugs, take heaps of alcohol, overspend, be lazy, get sluggish, get lethargic, and do all the dumb shit that most people do. Then it's going to happen. The new year is going to come. January the 1st where everyone sets their New Year's resolutions and pretends like everything's going to be different. But here's the statistics. So after month one of people setting New Year's resolutions, only 8% have already given up. So after people set New Year's resolutions, now this comes from Forbes Health. They did a study where they interviewed a thousand people. These are a thousand people who set New Year's resolutions. Now, most people don't set New Year's resolutions because they think they're bullshit. But the people who do set New Year's resolutions, here are the statistics out of the 1,000 people that were interviewed. 8% already gave up in the first month based on past data. After month number two, an extra 22% gave up. So we're talking about 30% of people have already given up on their New Year's resolutions by month two. By month three, 54% of people have already given up. So we're talking over half of people who have set New Year's resolutions don't even make it to month three. Then by month four, we're already at well over 60, about 65%. So why do people set New Year's resolutions? Here's what I think. I think that most people set New Year's resolutions because they have fantasies and delusions about life. They don't understand what it takes to actually achieve great things in life. I really believe that most people set themselves up for failure because they're taught how to set themselves up for failure by school, by their parents, and by other people that they hang around. New Year's resolutions are as stupid as most people's goals. And the reason why I say that and the reason why I'm pretty critical about it is because most people don't actually set effective goals. How can you set an effective goal when you don't even understand why you do what you do in life, which is your life purpose? If you are unclear with your why... No matter what you achieve, you're still not going to feel like you're there. Whereas if you have a purpose, every day when you wake up, you know exactly why you do what you do. So without a why, most people think that something in the future is going to make them feel better and that life's going to change. So most people say, well, when I lose weight, then I will feel better. But the thing is that when they lose weight, they're still going to feel as shit as they always have. They're just going to realize now that losing weight doesn't make them feel any better or any worse. So then most people give up and they go, well... Why did I go through the struggle of losing weight if I still feel shit about myself or I still feel shit about life? Welcome to most of the bodybuilding industry, right? I'm going to be pretty critical. I'm not talking about the pros. I'm talking about all the people that go in bodybuilding amateur comps and they think if I lose all this weight and I've got something to work really, really hard for and I lose all this weight, then I'm going to feel good about myself. Now, I'm critical of this because I worked with a lot of the bodybuilding industry many, many years ago. And what I found was that probably one out of every 20 to 30 people who did bodybuilding actually just loved the sport. And so they did it because they just loved it. They loved the eating. They loved the dieting. They loved the training. 
They loved the pressure that it put on themselves. They loved the mental torture that they went through. And that's what they loved about it. So they loved the whole thing. If you go and watch any video of Ronnie Coleman, the Mr. Olympia, I think he was eight times Mr. Olympia. I'll have to go back and check that stat. Some of you probably already know, but I think he was eight times Mr. Olympia, one of the greatest bodybuilders in history, right? There's a few others as well around the place, but he was one of the greats. He just loved the sport. He loved bodybuilding. He loved pushing himself. That's why he did what he did. Most people don't love the sport. They love the outcome. They love the fact that they get up on stage and get attention. Everything else they hate. And I know this because they would walk into my office and say, Michael, I'm stressed out. I hate this. I go to the shops when no one else is around and I binge eat chocolate in the car park. These are true fucking stories that of people that I've worked with. There are multiple people who used to drive to the shops after work before they would go to the gym, buy chocolate and binge eat it in the car before they went to the gym. And then they would feel guilty as shit. And while they were working out, they would have to push themselves almost to the point where they would cry or have an emotional meltdown because they felt so guilty and ashamed that they'd eaten chocolate. They would punish themselves at the gym. So their workout was a punishment. Their diet was a punishment. And they fucking hated it. That is so hectic and so mental. Like, I do not know why someone would torture themselves in that way. Well, I do know. It's just they don't know why they're doing what they're doing. They don't even know why they're doing it. Right? It's as simple as that. They've got a goal, but no purpose. They don't understand their values. They have no mission in life. And so therefore, they're just trying something, hoping that it works. And then all of a sudden, I would say that the majority of people that I worked with, most of them didn't listen to me because part of the reason why they were doing bodybuilding was they were insecure as shit. And they thought that if they could lose weight and feel better about themselves, that then they would have some sort of respect or appreciation from others. But the truth is they didn't like themselves. It was an internal job, an inside job. Right, Whatever the mind perceives, the mind believes. And if the mind perceives that you're worthless, then the mind believes you're worthless. If your mind perceives that you're not good enough, then your mind believes that it's not good enough. And so these things just keep reinforcing these patterns. Exercise and training doesn't change shit in your mind, not most of the time, because most people don't have the tools to analyze their own thoughts and then break the patterns that they have. So most of these people believe that they weren't good enough. They believed that they were you know, unhappy, that... Part of the reason why they felt insecure was because of their body and all that shit. The truth is people feel insecure because of their mindset, not because of their body, right? So what would happen would be that they would go on these hardcore diets. They're training hard. A lot of them use things like performance enhancing drugs. Now, again, I have no problem with this whatsoever. If people want to take performance enhancing drugs or whatever, like you know growth hormone, insulin, all that sort of stuff, that's cool. If that's your sport, if you're a professional bodybuilder or you're in the pro leagues or even you want to get to the pro leagues and you're 100% committed and you know that this is part of your purpose and you know that it's what you love to do, then you've got to do what you've got to do. But if you're an amateur and you're just trying to drop weight really, really quickly because you're insecure as fuck, that's going to be destructive. And so many people go to the gym and they just start smashing steroids. I'm using a loose term of steroids because steroids are essentially, you know, they're a hormone. They help with recovery. We naturally produce steroid hormones and stuff like that. So it's just when I'm talking about the performance enhancing aspects, okay? There were people in there taking fat burners, all these illegal fat loss mechanisms that they can use as well. And so they would just try to take all these shortcuts thinking that they were going to get an outcome or result that was going to make them feel better about themselves. And the truth is that it's not. And then what happens is they get off the stage. Now they are so carb depleted. They are so tired. They are so lethargic. They've been through this mental strain. Then they get off stage and then they just start binge eating. And when they start binge eating, 
maybe they can eat a pizza and they're going to feel fine. But after the pizza, the chocolate bars, you know, then the Coca-Cola and all the shit that they've been putting off and restricting from themselves, they start feeling like shit. They feel guilty. Then the next morning they wake up, they're lethargic because they've had all this food. They've had their blood sugar levels spike. And so then the next day they feel like trash. How do they feel good? They eat again. And now it's four weeks in and they haven't stopped eating. They've been binge eating food. They put on like 10 kilos in a couple of weeks or even five kilograms in a couple of weeks. They are just consuming crazy amounts, which then reinforces their insecurity. What does this have to do with New Year's resolutions? Well, most people don't know why they want to do what they want to do. So they don't have a clear purpose, right? You're probably one of those people who are listening to this right now going, fuck, I don't know why I do what I do. If you can't clearly define your life purpose, like mine is to help people perform better. That's the only thing I care about is helping people perform better. I wake up every day. I do these podcasts because I want to help you perform better. I want you to get the best out of yourself. And if people don't want to get the best out of themselves, I really don't give a shit where they listen to my podcast, watch my stuff as long as they don't fucking hang around me. Because I don't want people around me who don't want to do their best. That's why when I get on a sales call and someone's like, man, I want to achieve, I want to do all this great shit, I want to up my business, I want to have a better relationship, and I go, cool, here's what we need to do. Here's the financial commitment, here's the time commitment. Then you hear all their excuses, and I'm like, look, to be honest, I would rather not hang around you, I would rather not spend any more time on the phone with you, I would rather not do anything with you because you essentially are going to let yourself down, and you're going to pull me and other people down around you because you're uncommitted. You say you want those things, but you're not prepared to do what it takes to get them. That's just slack. And that's because the person doesn't understand their why. That's the reason why they need to do shit with me, right? Is because they got to get clear of that stuff. If you don't know your success map in life, you're wandering aimlessly like 99% of the population. If I walked down the street and said to 99 out of 100 people, what's your life purpose? I guarantee they could not tell me off the top of their head instantly. And even if they do, most of the time it's bullshit. When I hear people who've done all these workshops, they say all this professional stuff like, well, my purpose in life is to inspire people around me to yada, 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 yada. And you know that it's just lip service. That's not the way that they live. That's not what they're inspired by, right? So you've got to cut through all that bullshit and just get straight to the point of why you do what you do. Nobody gets into business to work long, consistent hours and to be stressed out all the time, burnt out, frustrated and feeling more trapped than if you had a job. You want the lifestyle. You want the opportunity that business can create. What's the point of having a business if you don't benefit and feel great as well? I help business owners avoid wasting a ton of time, effort, and money on doing all the wrong things that most business owners do. And I help align you and stay focused on doing all the right things that help business scale more quickly, more effective, and more efficiently. More importantly, I help business owners to get their head right so that they can get the most out of business, but also so they can get the most out of life and do things the right way. So are you ready to kill your excuses? Are you ready to step up in business and create the lifestyle that you truly want? Learn more about my elite business coaching and apply at michaelmojo.com. Then from there, you need to understand your values because that's how you do it differently. There are a million coaches out there, but most coaches don't work like I do. They don't swear like I do. They don't hold people accountable like I do. They don't understand what I understand because I've spent millions of dollars on study and research and coaches and mentors and all that sort of stuff. They're not even fucking close. I hear it every week. I've heard people try and say, oh, I know what Michael does. You got no fucking idea what I do because the shit that they hear online is only like one-tenth of one percent of what I know. When you get into the deep end of stuff and I start going into, like when you do my really, really advanced courses, which I only run every couple of years, we bury down the rabbit hole of philosophy, 
of religion, of advanced sciences and shit like that. And I start bridging them all together in a way that will blow most people's fucking minds. That's why we have medical doctors and stuff like that coming through my courses. But my point is I do it differently because they're my values. So I'm clear about my why. I help people perform better. Really simple. Then I have my values, which is how I live my life. They're the things that drive my behavior. Then after that, I've got a mission. I've got visions. Then I set goals. Only after I get those things clear do I know that my goals are going to be congruent in the way that I operate. Part of the reason lately why I've been like dropping weight, but I mean, I've probably, I've been gaining muscle as well. Like, Well, actually, I haven't been gaining muscle. I've been pretty much keeping my same size that I had, but just stripping fat because I've cleaned up my diet because I knew that I was incongruent with the way that I was living and I was outside of my values. I'd taken some time where I was working too much in the business and I started dropping my standards a little bit. And so I knew I had to tighten them up. Now I was lucky. Well, actually, no, I wasn't lucky. I was smart enough to know when I was off track and I'd been off track for a little bit and I just pulled it back in line. But I didn't go too out of control and too hectic like most people who'd gained 30, 40, 50 kilos. I just got to tighten it up and drop, you know, five now, but I'll probably drop another five and that's going to be spot on. I don't want to do it though, where it pulls me away from being able to live my values. Like I still like going out eating, you know, I still go out with Jess on date nights. I still do all the things that I want to do. It just helps me to perform better in my life, right? So what my point is, is that if you're setting New Year's resolutions and you are unclear on your purpose in life and you don't understand your mission, your long-term objective in life, and you're not documenting your visions, the likelihood that you're going to be fulfilled and achieving goals for a long time, as in for the long run, is going to be very minimal. So when I go through these statistics, by 12 months, at the end of 12 months, I'm just calculating all this now, by the time you get to 12 months, there is less than 6% of people who are still on track or who have achieved their New Year's resolutions. Less than 6%. That means that you've got a 94% failure rate of winning long-term. Now that's pretty shit odds. If I said to you, go to the bank, take out 100 grand, and I'm going to give you 4% odds that you're going to win. You would tell me to go fuck myself because that is the worst, shittiest odds, right? That's like betting on a horse that's running backwards with its head up its bum, right? You, you wouldn't bet on it. Now, why would you bet on yourself if you don't have a clear success map in life? And that's the reason why most people have low confidence, low self-worth, low self-love, low self-respect, because they know that they keep letting themselves down because they are unclear on their success map. This is why Thrive Time, if you have not done my Thrive Time event, I guarantee that event will change your life and it will put you on track like nothing else. I have all these people who come to my events and they're like, I've done personal development before. I've done all this stuff. I've done all these big events and blah, blah, blah. If you haven't done Thrive Time, I guarantee you it won't put it all together like that event puts it together. You know, I've spoken on stages with Dr. Joe Dispenza, Dr. John D. Martini. You know, one of my ex-mentors was one of Tony Robbins' top head trainers in Australia. You know, all of these people I've worked with, but in a way that puts it all together in a success map in your own life. Now, by the way, they all teach great things, okay? They all teach great stuff, but they don't teach the shit that I teach at Thrive Time, which is building your success map for life. And until you have clarity, it is very, very hard to put in the consistency to keep winning in your own life. And that's the reason why that 56 or 54% of people will give up on their New Year's resolutions after three months. After three months, most people fail. Why? Because they lack clarity on what they're really trying to achieve, what they really want, and what really fulfills them. It's hard to keep doing shit over a long period of time if you are unfulfilled doing it and you don't know why you're doing it. That's why you've got to have the success map. 
Because if you don't understand, and in Thrive Time, pillar number one is all around understanding what actually fulfills you in life, not what makes you happy. Fulfillment and happiness aren't the same thing. So it's not about what makes you happy or what you get joy out of. It's what fulfills you. What are the challenges that you like to take on in life that make you feel good afterwards? You know, even today, we're coming up to Christmas time. I said to Jess, the bins were getting empty today. And I said, shit, it's been raining in Adelaide for the last like two weeks. And so the lawns have grown crazy because normally I love lawn porn. So my grass is like amazing <laughs> most of the time. And the grass had grown long. And I said, I'm just going to go out and mow the lawns. So this morning I woke up early, went out, mowed the lawns and got everything done before we had our first meeting at nine o'clock this morning. Now, after that, I felt accomplished. I'd done work. I'd put in effort and I felt accomplished afterwards. Now, if you know what fulfills you in life, that's how you feel after you consistently do things throughout your day. That wasn't pleasurable. I didn't get joy out of it. It was fulfilling because I'd taken on a challenge that was rewarding. That's how I live life. I go to the gym, not because it's easy, not because I fucking like it. Most of the time, I don't like going to the gym. I love going to the gym, but I don't like going to the gym. They're two different things. True love is a balance between pain and pleasure. Going to the gym and exercising is both painful and pleasurable. That's why I love it. Because most days, me having to go out to the gym in the middle of the day or even in the morning, I've got too much shit on my plate. There's other stuff that needs my attention, but I still get it done anyway because I love doing it. And it provides fulfillment for me because afterwards, I know that I have pushed hard to achieve something that is fulfilling. When you are fulfilled, you don't look for pleasure. I don't go and train in the gym and then go and smash a whole heap of food afterwards because that's not fulfilling. That's going through pain and enduring pain so that you can get pleasure afterwards. That will keep you trapped in a vicious cycle and self-destructive. So part of the reason why most people fail their New Year's resolutions or 56% of people based on these statistics, most people fail within the first three months because they're consistently chasing pleasure. They don't know why they're doing what they do. They don't have a purpose. They are unfulfilled in the challenges that it takes to achieve the things that they want to achieve. And then they have no clear definitive direction for their own life. So they don't know where they're trying to get to. Because of that, most people cannot set effective goals. If you don't know what fulfills you, which is pillar number one of Thrive Time, and then you don't know the direction that you're trying to get in life, which is your mission, your vision, then after that, it is almost impossible to set goals that you'll stick to. This is why people are self-destructive. So this New Year's, please make sure that you're setting effective goals based on your mission, your values, your purpose in life, understanding your lifestyle balance and what you're committed to in life, and also set realistic goals, not fantasies, right? Fantasies will always lead to nightmares. Part of the reason why most people don't like goal setting and the reason why the majority of people don't even set New Year's resolutions is because they know they're going to let themselves down and they're going to fail. In 2024, if you have not been to Thrive Time yet, I highly recommend that you grab your ticket to that event. The first thing that happens is once you commit to doing it, you get immediate access to the backend hub and you can start building your own success map for life. You'll get clear on your values, your purpose, your mission. You'll get clear on your lifestyle balance that will work for you personally because most people don't know what lifestyle balance looks like to them. You'll know how to start breaking your mental and emotional patterns that are holding you back. You'll understand how to live life that is fulfilling, but also you'll have clarity of direction so you wake up with enthusiasm each day and you can start to commit to something that's long-term and fulfilling for you. The more you do that, the more you keep putting runs on the board and the more you just keep powering above everybody else. So, you know, I hope this year I see you at that event if you haven't attended yet. And I know for some people, 
this is a good reminder for those of you who have attended that event. This is a good reminder to go back and keep working on your success map because it's going to be super important if you want to achieve great things in 2024. I 100% believe in this event. That's why I give a money back guarantee because it works. It's probably going to be the greatest thing that someone commits to in their own life if they're really committed to achieving great results and getting results without self-destructing, self-sabotaging or blowing up their self-worth or self-confidence, self-love, self-respect, all of those things. So look, please make sure you're setting your New Year's resolutions effectively. Don't set them based on fantasies. You know, just really think about what you really want this year as you go into 2024. And if you haven't done so, grab your ticket to Thrive Time. Get into it straight away as of, you know, the start of January. Start building your success map. Get in the membership hub. Jump in there and start building that success map out. And you also, the cool thing is, not only do you get a live ticket to my live Thrive Time event, you get the online hub so you can start building out your success map straight away. Normally, we sell both of those things separately, but we've decided to sell them together at the moment as a bonus deal heading into the new year. So you essentially get two things for the price of one, and I think that it's actually on special at the moment anyway. So go and check it out, right? I guarantee it'll change your life. But anyway, I hope that this makes sense and stops people from setting stupid New Year's resolutions that they're never going to follow through on. And the only thing that's going to happen, the only reward that they're going to get is low self-worth, low self-love, you know, beating the shit out of themselves, feeling like they've failed once again, and that they haven't followed through on their commitments. So you just got to get it clear. It's not that there's anything wrong with you. It's just that you're not clear on what you're trying to achieve. But when you do, you'll crush it. Anyway, Driven Mofos, have a great day. Keep kicking ass. Stay true to your standards, especially over this festive season. Remember, sharing's caring. Share this episode with people around you as well. Get them onto the Mojo community. Get them into the tribe. Let's really start amping up the standards of all the people around you as well. Let's do this. Anyway, have a great day. Keep kicking ass. Keep your standards high. And I'll see you on the next episode. 